Um, so finishing up our uh, practice today, we had a good uh, good red zone practice, which was great. Um, and, and the guys are in a good spot. Uh, I always like it when we put together a good week of practice, and I felt like we, we did that. Uh, the guys are focused and, and uh, had a good energy to them, too, which is uh, nice to see. So um, with that, any questions? Mitch been cleared to throw yet? Yeah, he, he actually did some throwing today. Yeah, which was good. That was uh, that was a good thing, um, and uh, so uh, we were able to to see that and, and see where he's at, and, and we it's a it's a uh, arrow up, which is always good. Is it a lot of Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, there was a there was a, a, a count to it. It wasn't. I wouldn't go crazy and say it was a whole bunch, but it was it was enough to communicate with him and and uh, you know. Like I said to you, to everybody before, uh, we have a, a plan with this, and it's a it is day to day. But yet, there's also a process to it that we feel like we need to um, go about, and and so um, uh, giving him an opportunity to throw today and see where he's at and how he feels and all that was was you know we thought the right thing to do today. Matt, did he throw in team drills or just to the wide receivers? No, it was just early on. Yeah, yep. Do you think the full week of practice benefited Chase? I think it helped out a lot, you know, um, for Chase to to have um, reps unlike he, unlike last week. Uh, for anybody, it doesn't matter who you are, as much as you know the offense or don't know the offense, when you have reps and timing and, and throws, it's, it's going to definitely help you out. As you kind of come off this mini bye week, how do you sense, do you have a sense of how much that loss in Miami still kind of impacts you guys right now? No, I, ha- I haven't thought about that um, in regards to, to that. That Miami game was a unique one. It was our first time coming off a bye. Uh, it, you know, it was the, the conditions there were, were pretty hot. Not that, that that's not, no excuse, but it was a different, it was just different. Um, and, and our guys, they, that Miami had to play in that too. Um, but it was a, uh, a game that we didn't, we didn't, we weren't ourselves. And so our guys, I feel like we're past that. Um, and, and we've, We've gotten to a point now as a team where uh, we've been through some different wins and losses since then. And for us to understand, you know, uh, we didn't just come off a bye, number one, um, but we needed that four days or three days for the coaches. I thought I thought was good. So Hicks full full go today. Yeah. Like what's the just Oh yeah, he seems it was more precautionary, I think, and and for him for him to uh, to practice today was good, and so I feel confident there with him. Yeah, with regard to the focus being good in your years under Andy Reid, did you ever develop a sense of just how real those indications are, and ever get a sense of when a team might be throwing you off, especially a week like this where you're coming off a break? A lot of people consider this kind of a trap game against a three and eight team. I know you're not looking. Mm-hmm. In that situation, do you ever develop a set, you know a real sense for just how prepared your team is, and any warning signs of, of maybe uh, false? Uh... To, to me, um, the warning signs are repeatable plays, um, sloppiness, mental errors, and the, the 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 repeated plays come with with uh, mental errors. A lot of times, guys uh, false start, jump off sides, the little things. They drop a ball, they don't look it in. We haven't had that. Uh, that doesn't mean that it's going to affect the outcome of the game either way, but. Usually those are indicators when you have those type of uh, practices. Sometimes it can transfer to the game. And, and for what it's worth, we, didn't, we haven't had that. Yeah, a lot of the players kind of echoed your, your message about the three games in 12 days. Mm-hmm. What's been the evolution for you in watching the process of everyone kind of buying into not just your play calling, but just the, your philosophies? 
Well, they've, they've understood that we, we've tried to take um, this whole this whole process, not just the season, but the start of the season or the start of OTAs when we met and then the, the training camp and now in the season and you take the season and you break that up. And I think what that does is it, it eliminates monotony uh, of, of the, the monotonous practices and doing the same thing over and over again. And when you do that, now you send a message and there's a story behind each game and there's a, there's a reason why you're doing what you're doing. They've accepted that. And then they've, they've taken that challenge onto the field against some great opponents and follow through with it. Um, you love the fact that we did go 3-0 and in those quote-unquote three games, but that's gone now. And so for us, you know, for us to be able to understand um, it is, there's five games left, but the only one we focus on is New York. And then um, there's, they, they know this from me, there's way too much parity. I don't care what your record is. And so I'm not, I'm not worried about that. I know our guys will, will come and play, and I know that we're playing a, a good Giants team. Because this, this is your first year as a head coach, is there a little bit of a gratification that you're seeing yeah. players and coaches kind of echoing you? Yeah, absolutely. I'd be lying if I said there wasn't. And I, I, I respect that. And uh, that's why I, what I mentioned last week in regards to that, I feel like we do have something special going on here. I don't want to lose that. I want to make sure that they're um, understanding that, uh, that they've earned this point to get to this point. They earned it. And now they got to keep it. And sometimes those are the hardest things to do is to keep it. And... Uh, um, so we'll see. Matt, you had indicated a few minutes ago you've had a plan right along with Mitch. The fact that he wasn't throwing until today, so can we assume that that was more of a prescription for healing than because he was too sore to throw the football? Yeah, yeah, I would say that. Uh, for for him, the, the communication is for us just uh, talking every day, okay, where are you at today? How does it feel? Um, and then with the trainers and, and, and doctors, okay, um, what can he do, what can he do? And so the, the plan, the process of where – where we feel like he is. And then literally, um, you know, we decided uh, with, with, with listing him today as, as uh, doubtful, um, we decided that, that was a, that's something that we had to do. You know, that's where he's at right now. But we feel good in the fact that, that he threw. And so we'll continue to, to really keep going ahead and, and, and seeing where he's at every day. Um, and maybe there's a day where it doesn't feel good. And we got, he's got to be honest with us. Maybe there's a day where he feels great. And he, so, um, but, but he, felt, he felt good today, and, and I, I like that. Um, so we'll just continue to, to, to keep um, staying with the course of where we're at on this day-to-day process. Nick, was Nichols, I know on Fridays you guys usually yeah. limit him. Is that what that was today? It's the, it's the fact that we go inside on the turf, so we just try to help him there. Alex Smith didn't miss very many games with the Chiefs. Do you, how much do you think – Belief in the in the backup matters, and do you get any kind of sense that that's any kind of issue? It just seems like it's not, I guess. But what do you think about that? Of having belief in your backup? Yeah, yeah that's valuable. That? It's valuable. No, it's valuable, and and that was one of the reasons why. As far as the team. Oh, the team. As far as. Oh no 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 no! You have to have that. That that's that's uh that's that's definitely valuable, um for the players to have that trust. Chase, um, he he instantly. There, there's no. Because of what he does as a backup and the way they see him in meetings, the way they see him uh, in practice and what he does as a, as a, as for the look team uh, when he's the backup, uh, they instantly respect that. And for him to be able to um, do that all the time when he's in that role and now come in and, and, and it, it just demands immediate credibility. And um, it's just 
Not every backup quarterback can say that, but we have that with Chase. Matt, you talked, uh, I think it was last Friday, about wanting to focus on the ground game and trying to get it straight. Mm -hmm. Is the nature of this RPO offense, the fact that the quarterback's making decisions on a lot of it, and yet there still has to be a straight running game as well, does it make it that much more difficult? And then not knowing which quarterback you have under center? Absolutely. It, that's a, I think you're making a great point. Um, in the RPO world, there's there's times where, and you have to be able to take the criticism as a coach. There's times where you call runs, and to the outside world, it looks like it's a screen, you know, and it's an RPO to the ones that really don't know. And so you're calling a run, and it's a throw, and you just you just threw the ball seven straight times before of them were run calls, and it's just what the defense gave you, so you threw it. So well, you didn't run the ball enough. Well, we tried, but it's just what the defense gave us. So yeah, it it, it can make it more challenging, but that's. That's who we've agreed to, to be, who we like to be. Um, but we have to just continue to, to keep figuring out, okay, why are we not being as, as successful as we could be or should be? And uh, we take that, number one, as coaches, um, not as an insult, but we know we got to be better. Is there also is there a balance that you have to find between straight handoffs and RPOs? Yeah. Or is, okay. Yep, for sure. Because – and – just to give you in our world, uh, in the quarterback room, we call them breathers. They're breathers. So the quarterback has an ability to just old school, take the ball and hand it off and know I don't have to do any reading here. I can just go and hand the ball off. That's a breather type run. And, and so there is that. Uh, you you want to have that ability of having that, you know. I think Hicks missed a preseason game last year with an Achilles. Do you know if it's the same? I don't. I don't, uh, I don't know that. With him, he's a guy who's made every regular season start as a bear. Um, he seems to get dinged up a lot in games and keep going. And, uh, what do you know about his pain tolerance and, and well, I think, that will play if he goes Sunday or not? Yeah, no, I, I think it's. I think his tolerance is good. I, he's uh, he's a big man, and see, to me, when you start dealing with injuries with players and where they're at, and and you start dealing with, um, you know, uh, being hurt or injuries, you got to listen to the player and and understand where they're at, and they got to trust the doctors and the trainers. And so when you do that and you have that trust you figure out a plan and, and then you, you go forward with it. So um, we, that's what we've been doing. We, we listen to our guys and then we give them the feedback and then they, we roll, you know, we go from there. You used the word, I think you said earlier, you felt positive about him. Mm -hmm. Positive about? About Hicks's injury. Oh, well, no, I just, cause I'll go back to, it's more of a precautionary thing. You know, that's why I, it's, it's nothing, um, it's not significant, it's nothing. And so I feel for us, we were, uh, you guys have seen I'm, I'm, I'm more on the cautious side, uh, so that's probably what you could put that in the category of. That word of